pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Triforce Podcast. That's right. We're back. Three uh, three strapping young men. They'll be here uh, in a bit. Just, just talking about whatever <laughs> uh, whatever it is on their stupid yeah. minds uh, at this uh, point in time. Uh, we got Lewis here, as usual. Hi, Lewis. Hello. And uh, we have Pyrian Flax here as well, as usual. Hi, Flax. Hello. And uh, and your host with the most, Mr. Saturday Night himself. Uh, it's me. <laughs> um, it's Sips. Hi. How, how are you guys doing? Uh, Lewis didn't want to do the intro today for whatever reason, so I've done it. I think it went well. Uh, rate me. Let me know. Uh, I think it let went me know well. how this one went. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Mr. Saturday Night, that is a that is a true honorific. Like, That's I would a love, title, eh? I would love to earn that title. What a title. Like, it's yeah. Mr. Saturday Night. I know. Like, I know. Like, I, just the thought of saturday night right like yeah. the mystical saturday night that everybody loves so much i mean it means different things to different people i guess but it like, means um, one thing it means you can get as drunk as you like and you've got sunday to recover it's party it. time right yeah. mr party time yeah that's or like the big guy on saturday night tv back when that was a thing but the Some idea other, uh, that that was the good shows was on saturday night yeah that's true actually not so much now no i don't know if you've ever watched saturday night tv recently it's yeah. uh it's it's pretty Shit. bad. Shit. Uh, honorable <laughs> mentions to uh, Soul Brother Number One, also quite a good title. Mr. Dynamite as well. Oh, come on! I mean, Mr. Dynamite, Mr. Saturday Night. I think They're if you have the, if you have any title that involves being called the Animal or the Machine, oh people, yeah, there's a there's expectation there. Yeah. I wonder how much of it is you you earn that title at a young age. It would it's like being called the next Pele. Yeah. You know what I mean, or the next Maradona. Sometimes it's tough to live up to that title. People expect yeah, yeah. it. People now, oh, it's Mr. Saturday Night, the Machine, the Animal himself, and he's like, yeah, night after night, he's got to yeah. fucking be there. He's got to turn it on. He's got to deliver. A mind-melting weekend. I feel like the machine can, could be, like, it could deprecate, though, right? Like, what if you were nicknamed the machine, like, in the 1920s? Yeah. And uh, the kind of machine people had in mind at the time was, like, you know, one of those those uh, manual push lawnmowers <laughs> without Not an engine, good. you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, and yeah, then, what uh, kind of machine? Is you're, it a, like, is 75 it years old, and you're still the machine, but you're, you're rusty and <laughs> shit. Like, the you don't iron work lung that well is anymore. a machine. Yeah, he's an <laughs> yeah. iron lung basically yeah i feel like machine is also more modern 
Do you know what I mean? I think it's a, it's it's a more feudal system when you give people these honorifics, right? Like they have to be the, the they have to be I don't know the queen of um you know, our hearts. You know they have to be the voice of a generation. They have to be you know the like the sweetheart. You know like Wales's sweetheart or something like that. You know, they always have to be or the princess or the duke or yeah. the crown prince. I know those are old know. old ones. Yeah, yeah. They've been they're like for a while. they're like. Oh, the OG legendary yeah. nicknames, you know. Yeah. Whereas machine sounds more modern. Do you know what I mean? Like, like I could call you could call someone that, but yeah, it's not necessarily a good one, right? It doesn't. Yeah. It's not necessarily flattering. Yeah, because it might imply that they work too hard, you know, and they should take a day off once in a while. Yeah, is all I'm saying. Yeah, you I know, think just having a day off. Yeah, give some time I, for themselves. I realize. I recommend that. that. Yeah, but if you're royalty, you know, if TV or or pop royalty. There's going to be some some obligations to come with that, you know. You have to you have got responsibilities. It's not a lot of pressure. You, know, you got to, the weight of the world on your shoulders there. That's a, that's a tough one. Exactly. And yeah. what you could do. I reckon we need to come up with some more modern ones. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like um, Me- meme lord, Mister Meme Lord, Mister Mister Memer. Um, whether it's a Mister Mister Saturday Night TikTok. Or, or something like that, you know. Like you can you can make some modern ones that that mean something nowadays. Because yeah. Mister, I mean, if you're saying Mister Saturday Night and you're thinking of like Saturday Night TV now, I mean that sucks. You might as well just be called Mister Sucks. Like that's that stinks. Yeah. But if you're Mister Saturday Night in uh, in in the context of fun things to do on Saturday night, I don't know what people do for fun on Saturday nights now. I mean, I gave up having fun years ago, so like I'm I'm not in the know. People but, do uh, whatever they want to do now. That's I the guess thing, so. Right? Yeah. Like everyone's doing something. They different. go to like poetry recitals and stuff, or is that? I guess that happened a long time the ago. The internet too. is has allowed people to just get wet in the waterfall of shit that is everything. You yeah. know, it's 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 everything. There's, it's there's everything. people fucking making dick out of pot- pottery there's oh. there's people fucking knitting sonic the hedgehog in a fucking plastic do you know what I mean there's any people were doing everything sips Man, oh and man. and good for them yeah good yeah i mean yeah yeah like i'm glad they're doing it yeah you do it yeah get out there just get do out it there, do go it. just give you give you a grand a game of scrabble yeah honestly the, it, it, this leads on to an interesting topic one that's relevant for me right now on the in the spirit of just doing it mm. uh my son is learning how to play the saxophone mm. uh at school you know they have like uh they don't have a set music class i remember when i was young we actually had music class yeah you went to music class and if you wanted to hire a instrument like you know something fancy like a trumpet or a clarinet or whatever you could there was like the means to do that and anybody who didn't just played the recorder along with everybody else playing there so it sounded like shit but it was a way to get (laughs) into music is this like microtransactions at school you know you start with the recorder you you had there was always parts there's always like a couple of kids at school who didn't go on field trips and stuff like that. It must just been like a cost thing, I guess. Like, uh, and there were certain like electives as well. Like, I don't know if you ever had this, but we got to the point at school where when we were about like 13 or 14, you had like, um, you had like winter and summer electives and the winter electives were to go skiing, uh, which a lot of people did, but like I never did. My parents weren't into skiing and like, you know, just to send me skiing something I'd never really done before. 
would have cost like a bunch of money and they're yeah, just like, I no, no, that's don't what go skiing. To me as well. I remember So them. I ended up going swimming instead. <laughs> that was that was the alternative. <laughs> you, got, you got taken <laughs> to the pool that was attached to the school and uh you just swam for like the afternoon uh with like all the other people who didn't go skiing sort of thing. But well, I feel that. like music class was like that too. But you always had the fallback, the recorder. So my son doesn't have a full class. It's just like it's 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 private uh, tuition uh, tutorage. But you they you know they offer you the chance. They're like if you want your kids to to experience like musical instruments or whatever, you can sign them up. You can rent an instrument from like the the music store or whatever, and then we have these are all the hidden costs in. of being a parent, you know. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So so a guy comes in on their lunch break, and then whoever signed up for this goes in and has their their lessons or whatever. And it's like, um, I don't know, like, I, I always feel like if if my son wants to do something, I always make sure that he he does it, you know, like I support him in doing it because right. I feel like the more stuff he's um, sort of like exposed to, like, you know, music or whatever, there's a chance of something sticking, you know yeah. what I mean? Rather than him just growing up and not being interested in anything and not, not wanting to do anything and, and that being off the back of me being like, oh, no. You're not going to stick with that, so I'm not going to send you on that yeah. or spend the money or whatever. I you always what, feel like I, it's I, always I, worth just sending them on anything they feel like doing to try it out. Like we sent them to this like Brazilian football school, a soccer school, which was, an, again, like an after school thing. And um, most of the kids there were like the, you know, their dads were super into football. So they were super into football and they were really good stuff. My son was not into football. I'm not really into football. He didn't have any football skills or whatever, but... He enjoyed it. Like, he just ran around or whatever and, like, right. you know, tried his best. And then, you know, after a couple of weeks, he's just like, nah, I don't really feel like going anymore. And it's like, yeah, fine. I mean, whatever. Like, you tried it out. Like, you know, it might have been something you liked or not. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, as long as you had yeah. fun. He's like, oh, yeah, I had fun. So, okay. I think it's – if you think about musical instruments, I know that um, Jean, uh, our eldest, she, um, she, she played the cello for a couple of years at school. Um but neither myself nor Mrs. F play any kind of musical instruments. Like I think Mrs. F played the violin or something when she was at school. But none of her. Not, neither what are you talking her about? Parents. You're a, you're like a virtuoso in the skin flute. Oh man! Well, yeah, you know that's what would be suitable. so good though. Like imagine you were really good at like playing the bass, and your your daughter just starts playing cello, and you just come out slapping that bass. Right, like, right. Okay. <laughs> like getting all Seinfeld. But that's what Sorry. I'm saying. Like if you think about it. That all those all those musicians say, yeah, you know, my dad was a guitarist and my mom sang. There was always a lot of music around the house and stuff. If she came home with her cello, she was playing and I was playing and Mrs. F was singing. That would hook you into music and get you into it, get you an ear for it and get you into it early on. Sure. And I, I always thought the things that I do, <clears throat> I'm a massive letdown to my kids in terms of expanding their worldview beyond staring at a screen because I, that's pretty much what i'm into yeah and that's now also pretty much what they're into and i wish i could have encouraged them but it, it's impossible for me to encourage her to play the cello alone very poorly because i can't help her yeah it's boring I, I, practicing on your own just playing the fucking cello day in day out so she quit um and i thought that's fair enough because i would have done the same i wish that i had been a talented and interesting parent because I think it would have it would have helped some cool skills rub off on her. But I'm sorry, sweetie. I, I don't, I don't know if that is. I don't, don't, I don't that think that's reality. the case. Yeah, I, I yeah, think absolutely like... is the case. Think how many how many people that that do something that I mean, look at the things that you do that your kids are interested in. Look at the things that other people who do something. 
Like I have some friends of mine who are really into sailing and and um, surfing, and all their kids are great swimmers and sailors and surfers. Yeah, but uh, the, uh, again, like you're you will naturally just do the things that your parents do, but at a certain point, you'll branch off from that and want to just do your your own things, right? I, there's a good ex- there's a good uh, example in. Uh, the notorious B.I.G. actually um, coming back to what you were saying about you being like the the leader of sort of, you know, what you know, if I was doing something similar uh, to what my daughter was practicing at the time, she went a bit more into it or whatever. There was this guy that lived in in the neighborhood who was sort of like a minor sort of jazz celebrity. He used to play like uh, the trumpet or the saxophone or, or whatever. And he used to live in the same neighborhood as the uh, notorious B.I.G. And uh, as when he was growing up. You know, he, he he was like just his mom. He lived with his mom. And his mom like listened to a bit of music, but not much music or whatever. Like certainly nothing to like really catapult him into being interested in music and stuff. But he befriended this guy who was this local jazz musician. Sought him out. Went to went to visit him every day just to listen to jazz records with him, learn from him and stuff. But it was it was him. He was the the catalyst for right. it. It wasn't the guy seeking him out and saying like i'm gonna get you into music because you're gonna be a big star one day it was right. it was the other not, way around that's not common is it that's my point it's not it isn't, kids it isn't take common their cue for things from their parents but i think you you getting her into or at least trying to get her into something would is is sort of the basis for the spark right like she might be doing that and it just click one minute one day and she's like yeah i really do like this actually i'm really into this and i'm gonna pursue it and do the things i need to do it could but very then, well be the opposite though right but yeah like, and 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 if my dad more often than not this, probably the not opposite but you still got to try right like i, I feel it's, like you have to try it's yeah well i think you have to support right like yes. i think for example I think often these things, the things that I've learned in my own life is that the things I end up doing, I've kind of tricked myself into doing. Like if I was learning a musical instrument now, I'd probably try and get a book of songs that are, I don't know, something that I'm interested in. Like, I don't know, um, sea shanties or something weird. Do you know what I mean? That I could like learn to play something specific. Like, Or when I was a kid, like I, I was interested because I was playing like um, video game theme tunes and stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. God, I was such a fucking nerd i was so basically like i wanted to play the saxophone but i think for some whatever reason the school thought you're not cool enough to play sax so you could have a clarinet so i was there you know trying to play (laughs) like i don't know fucking sonic the hedgehog uh on clarinet there was actually this week the original sonic the hill the sonic the hedgehog composer who did the green hills theme he actually or she, I think, or they, I can't remember who it is, but they put out like a, a, a song where they wrote lyrics for that classic song, completely redid the song. Right. And it's like really weird, the lyrics for it. Well, yeah, I mean, I can imagine, right? It's probably not what you'd expect. Boy clothes are bluish. <laughs> Boy's shoes are reddish. Boy looks at watch. Boy drops coins and scatters there. I can't remember how it goes, but it's something like that, isn't it? Really? The Sonic fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's um yeah. Well, you can tell why I didn't end up being allowed to play the saxophone. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I feel like everything that I've I've done that's been worth doing in my life, I haven't thought about it much, and I haven't tried very hard for it either. Like um like things that right. I've thought about and tried to do, I've I've a hundred percent of the time 
given up and walked away from. Like, just thought, uh, you know. Well, but the, the, but listen, the, the, like I'm always works. like forcing like, myself to do but something. You ask, you ask anyone who's good at something. How, how, how some of them? Sure, they force themselves and they they yeah. have sometimes. And they some of these you people do hear did. about it, yeah. But I think yeah, for but, me specifically, like I I just like if I'm not living it, I'm not doing it. You know, like. But I think a lot of people, yeah, they they just they don't consider the things that they. That, that that they that they love and they are experts in hard or work or effort or yeah. they had to force themselves. It just came very naturally, and I think you you see that a lot of the time. I think that you know you can't control what you your your children or you are going to find interesting at any one yeah. time. And I mean, yes, we are surrounded by the waterfall of shit on the internet, and we're pulled each and every way. And you can just leave a series of abandoned projects in your wake and look at them sadly and be like, oh, I'm sad that I never learned how to play Sonic 2 theme on clarinet. You know, oh, I could have yeah. been a virtuoso. I could be up on stage right now. But I don't think you need to think like that. Um, I think you just need to... It's Trying new stuff actually is sometimes, I think, better than just grinding your head against something yeah, you're not I, enjoying. I, I've sort of come to... like I, I never feel bad for not completing stuff because like especially the older i get i look at it as like a, more of an experience rather than like a, I, a yeah, start to I finish did it with thing books you know relatively recently because i started realizing that i really wanted to read books but i kept yeah. getting stymied by mm. um a shit book and then i'd be like i don't want to read because i'm halfway through this book that i don't like and so i i started just abandoning books yeah. And man, it's fucking. I've been abandoning books for years. Oh man, I'm not, I'm, yeah. if I'm not into it. It's relatively it. books, recent for me. TV though. series. I was. I, was, I felt movies. like I oh, felt man. like I had to finish my plate. I don't no. know. I had this kind yeah. of dad attitude. Games, of like, you know, man. I often there's don't. Children in Africa who would love to finish this book. Um, do you know what I mean? They'd love to eat this book, but they can't. I'd happily send it to them because I am definitely done with it. So they can, <laughs> they can have it. Enjoy it. Yeah. Um, in video games. This week, uh, Deathloop came out. Did you? Oh, is it any good? I've heard that it's really good. Like I heard, I've heard that, that people who heard like who mixed. have liked Dishonored, the game Dishonored, have really enjoyed it. And this is by the people yeah. who made Dishonored. It's not the same game, obviously, but um, no. It's... If you enjoyed Dishonored, I think you'd like it. I mean, yeah. uh, it's about this island of the super rich who've sort of created this time loop so they can live out their wildest fantasies day after day. Um, and sort of a little bit, I mean, that's sort of a li the b little bit of a background of the setting. So you do end up, it makes the game cheaper, right? When you've got a time loop, you need to build a lot less settings. <laughs> do you know what I, mean? I suppose. Yeah. It's an interesting idea, though. And also, it's sort of, it's a lot of the time games do use this checkpoint mentality, right? Where, oh, if you die, you go back to the start of the day. So, yeah. Uh, but I love a time loop. I mean, they're, they're always an interesting genre to yeah. explore. And you know, I think people are talking about it. I've, I've got, I've downloaded it. I haven't had a go, so I don't know. Steam I, reviews are mixed, though. So, I haven't so. picked it up. I mean, that that could, that doesn't mean necessarily. But mean reviewer anything. reviews are great. Like yeah. people, actual websites. Seem to I like haven't it, picked it up, and I'm not going to pick it up until I'm sure I'm going to play it because I've just I've acquired too many games that I've never played 
that I've spent money on and I just think like why have I why just did I buy that? Just send them to the starving children. Like I bought Cyberpunk, I still haven't played it. Like oh, and don't. I don't really intend on don't, playing it either. Right? I saw terrible. you playing some power washing game the other oh, day. Oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> it was yes it was yesterday and it fucking owns. Um I'm not even yeah, I being, saw you say it was your game of the year and I thought I wonder if he's really being sarcastic. Good. No, I wasn't. It's really good. It's like a it, it's like a it's like painting. You feel like you're like Bob Ross or something. You just you're cleaning all the grime off of uh, all these different What's it cars. It's called Power Wash Simulator. Okay. I just right. can't believe the games you play. Like I really <laughs> I cannot believe Man, it's it. So it's so satisfying. I don't know why. It's just there's just something about it. it's just nice and it's re- <sighs> really relaxing. We are I, like so it. it's just it's, we're just miles apart in terms of what games we enjoy. Like not we always. Yes, not always. I think I, there's... that I that game to me sounds like the worst thing ever and you're saying it's your game of the year i'm saying it's very rare that we agree on a game well i I mean what have you played this year that has has blown you away that you would say is like game of the year blown me away i'm trying to think of what new games games have you even let me have a look at my library so i'm i'm new to total war warhammer 2 right i hadn't hadn't played that before i i owned it but i'd never loaded it up for some reason Loving that, really enjoying that. I think that's a that's a really fun game. Uh, what else have I played this year that I enjoyed? Um, yeah, it's like four years old. Though. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. I'm just super late to it. So, but I think this comes back to we're different. We're different types of gamers, right? I think you're more of a habitual gamer than I am. You you no. you you have you have a roster of games that you will play um, regularly, like. Right. You're but like can I just, Dota, in, in defense like Tarkov, of myself, but like in defense CSGO. of myself, there is a reason for that. It's not that I'm I'm a creature of habit when it comes to specific games. It's just that I don't find a lot of games that are actually good. No, I, I if agree. if I do find a game that I really like, I'm like, this is it. So, for example, this year, Teardown was my game of the year. I absolutely fucking loved it. I think yeah, it Teardown, out Teardown last was year, good. It came out but last year. I think year. I played it this year. Mm-hmm. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, it's a good game. I loved it. What else did I play this year? I've played a bunch of things this year. I mean, I've here's here's my list of of games played this year: Total Warhammer 2, Dota, Blood Bowl 2, which we started doing um, again, RimWorld, of course, Death Trash. I'm waiting on the full release of that. Played Hell Let Loose, um, Hearts of Iron, of course, Golf with Your Friends, which was uh, well frustrating, but (laughs) that's not a a new game. Um, I played uh, Humankind, Closed Beta. Yeah, humankind right. is new. Yeah, U boat. That was uh, that's good. That's always getting patched. Griftlands finally came out. I think for release that was good. Yeah, Tainted Grail was quite fun. I played some FTL again. Great game. Tear down, of course. I uh, played Out of the Park Baseball 22, which will be of interest <laughs> nice. to about three people that listen to the podcast. Yeah. Um, Dorf Romantic, I quite enjoyed that game. Project oh, Hospital. Oh, yeah, I picked that up as well. That was Project good. Hospital was good. Yeah, yeah, that was great. I think oh, I recommended that. that to you. Yeah, you did. That yeah. was fun. I played Slay the Spire, of course. It's a classic yeah. game. Uh, Voxel Tycoon, which I'm waiting on that getting good, but I see some potential there. I quite mm-hmm. like that. I dipped into Banner Saga a bit, but I, I got uh, swayed off that by other things. Sherlock Holmes Crime and Punishments, we finally finished that. Played XCOM 2 again, of course. Um, I played Moving Out with you. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, uh, was that the um That the was Steam... the Valve thing that we did. Yeah, 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 that was fun, actually. That was a good I game. I tried to play oh, Stone yeah. Shard, but it's brutal because if you die, you, you, it undoes yeah, like yeah, an I did, hour I didn't, of work. I didn't really like Stone Shard that much. but yeah, I liked the game, the loop of it, I really enjoyed, but it's just sure. I don't want to have to spend that much time on it. Stellaris no, yeah. I haven't played since March, apparently, but I know when I do go back, I'll be playing it for 
months at a time yeah yeah i mean um, i think we agree on like a lot of these games i i also like but, but there's that's a just, lot of games you know that's I mean, a lot of games there's it's a, just there's, that most of them weren't very good it's just yeah. such a different list to sips's list though really. i play yeah. a lot of dumb sim games but there's not it's not because i like them fully as games i like little mechanics or loops in them that will keep me occupied for you know a day or two or sometimes weeks and uh, and you know i'll just i'll play them till i'm done sort of thing you know like it's 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 whatever like i don't i don't i don't mind you know like there's i've always got like a couple of things that i'm playing sort of in the background as as well and it's you know different strokes for different folks i guess but yeah power washing sim i would say is probably See, not but for that's everybody it. But... i would go the other way and say that you are a creature of obsession that that obsession lasts for a week yeah and yeah. then and then that's it like yeah, I, I'll, sure. I'll see you yeah, you're I literally streaming stuff. one thing for like you're binge watching a series and that is that game yeah and you're like and you're all over it and then you're you're done. just done and yeah. it's yeah i think that's i think that's, that's very, very i think different. it's a nice nice thing to be able to do though as well because i don't know like uh as fun as 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 fun as it is being into something and i've always wanted to like be more into like one specific thing i'm kind of glad that i'm not you know because i i feel like a lot of things especially when they're around for too long they just get worse right like you look at your like you know world of warcraft and and all these things like if i'd still been playing that game would i be happy still playing it like i don't think so like i'm I glad i gave up people that still play it like when i streamed it there were so many people that turned up and were giving me tips and it's weird there there are certain games that when i play them or when i talk about certain things like when i was talking about bolt action for example when i played it with lewis and ben the other the other month when i was down um <clears throat> so many messages and so many people in chat asking about it there are these interests that loads of people have that are just yeah. you just wouldn't know. Like yeah. I didn't know that this game was so wildly popular, but the moment I started shooting, people were like, boom, oh my god, I love this game. This is like my favorite game ever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It was really interesting to me. So I, I do try to to play a, a variety of games, but I honestly just find the people that watch the stream a lot or that know me will try to recommend games. Here are the games. I don't know if you get this. When I'm streaming, I get people popping up yeah. and they ask about there are three games right. that they ask me about. It's probably three big fans who just say it over and over again. No, no, no. Yeah. It, I thought it was. It is not. It is not the same three people. I Trust me. Hunt the Showdown is right. one. Okay. On, the, on the daily, I'm asked about that, especially if right. I'm playing Tarkov. Piran, have you thought of playing Hunt the Showdown? I think you really like it. And I was like, how many, who works for this company? They're just <laughs> dropping in. But it, it's not. It's Crytek. not. They're like, no, no, I'm just a fan. Then there's um, okay. Foxhole. Foxhole's Fox meant to be really game. good, actually. I, right. I, I, I own it. I played it. Ago. But yeah. I, I, I didn't really know what to do, and I kind of gave up. But I like the On idea the of it. Yeah. On the daily, when are you going to play Foxhole? I think you'd love Foxhole. Mm -hmm. There's a third one. I can't remember what it is, but it was just, it, it's literally the, those same few games over and over and over again. And I'm thinking, it's like that with Warhammer Total yeah. War, but they're not recommending this game. They're no. only recommending these three games. And I'm very suspicious. I'm like, these guys, they've obviously, this is like a mouthpiece for this games company. And they, they just, just go into some Twitch chat and yeah. ask people if they're going to play the game. There's probably and some element of that. Uh, you, you know, like, I don't think you're crazy for thinking that generally, I think because I, I think there, there, there probably is one or two you know in there amongst a hundred others where that maybe is the case because like it does stuff like that kind of does it happen, does it right? happens like, on reddit there's a there's hail corporate is a subreddit that you shows get a lot of um, reddit posts that you, are literally hey guys who's enjoyed a refreshing coke today you know stuff like that which is yeah. just blatant marketing but you also get people who um 
I don't know if you've had this before. Like I, I've, I've certainly had this before and I don't, I don't mind it or anything. It's fine. But like people who, who donate, um, you know, to your channel while you're streaming or whatever, um, to try to like, almost like raise their profile because they, they stream as well, but maybe they're just starting to stream. Have you ever right. had this before? Yeah, occasionally. I mean, yeah. you get it more because you're a much bigger channel, so it's a bit different. But I, I do get people who's, whose names are their channel. Yeah. Um, and also people pop in and are saying, hey, I sometimes stream this game over at Blah. And you just think, come on, dude. Yeah, well, it's it very hard, though, to express interest in your favorite streamer and also be a streamer. I don't know. that There is a weird... I get this a lot on emails. Um, people sort of saying, oh, yeah, I love this thing. I do this thing. Is there a way we could, you know, do do do, do a video together or something like this? It, it's a, it's a it's a common query, and I guess like you know, uh, a lot of the time, I guess I guess there is a not an, it's not an ulterior motive. It's it's uh it's just a, a motive, um, but it sounds in some way ulterior because I think we're <laughs> it, it it feels like it's I don't know it's like seedy somehow. I don't know. I think it's just one of those things, right? I think it's 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 a different like landscape right and 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 particularly like well flax you you've always sort of streamed even before you met lewis and stuff but like i never did any of this stuff before lewis asked me to 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 sort of do it right so like i've never really had to build anything up from scratch you know what i mean like i haven't i haven't been at a point where i'm like oh maybe i need to go to like another channel and or, and try to like you know raise my profile somehow or or get people to notice me or, or something like that you know what i mean like i think I've, i think that's a very difficult thing to to know how to do or to do and i no, think it's, but it's, you it's see people case, trying just... which is interesting right <laughs> like it's well you gotta start somewhere yeah of course so I did read, I noticed this week, that Hideo Kojima, how do you feel about him? He wants to make games that change in real time. Okay, well, whatever I... The, I whatever the fuck How I feel about Hideo Kojima is, please just open up Death Stranding to be a parcel-delivering uh, sandbox, like, once you finish the game, you know? like Right. Let's get some updates where I can just up, deliver more parcels to more places and fix more stuff up. Because He's I would not going to do that. I would what play do you that think game about, a lot. What do you think about a game that changes in real time, whatever that means? What uh, do you think that would I look don't know. Like? I can't get past just wanting an open sandbox <laughs> parcel delivery. Well, what, just, what do you well, think? just to finish that off, Norman Reedus has apparently signed on for Death Stranding 2, or Ooh. at least they started negotiating it. And right. apparently Microsoft is publishing... Kojima's new game as well. Ooh. Uh, that's Kojima news. But no, Kojima made a game in 2003, PFAX, called Boktai, right. which had um, a light sensor on the cartridge. Um, so when he plugged it into your Game Boy Advance, it was called, like, the subtitle was The Sun in Your Hand. And the Boktai, idea was that the you sun had is to, in your hand. Yeah, you had to play it in direct sunlight, and it would be, like, a quite a different experience. Well, right? I'll tell you why it would be a different experience. As any Game Boy owner knows... Direct sunlight is the enemy of the Game Boy screen. <laughs> I know. Why the I fuck know. would you come up with this? What, the backlit one? It doesn't matter. Yes. It, it would be like trying to look at, at your phone in direct sunlight, even with max brightness. The, the, the sun is more powerful, believe it or not, than fucking Nintendo's shitty Game Boy backlight. But you reckon like, like people... The, you can't see shit. What's he talking about? just like shining a torch on it or going up to their light and using that? Like, I want to know how... I want to know if people play this game and also how, because I assume you have to. I mean, he says the amount of light from the sun is reflected in game to defeat vampires, right? So you, yeah, I you mean, can't... Fair. it's not for me, honestly. Uh, but I'm glad <laughs> that that 
people are doing this stuff because it's interesting enough, right? And there will it's be people who want idea, who want sure. to to play this stuff. Like I could never in a million years think of that idea. So, but I feel like only Hideo him. Kojima can get away with this shit. Anyone else who tries to create this fucking <laughs> weird stuff hell, gets eh? absolutely great, fucked. Yeah. Like Death also, Stranding. what do you do if you live in Scandinavia and it's winter? You're gonna lose that game, buddy. You're gonna lose yeah. that game. And the vampires hard. are gonna fucking well, take over. Yeah, that's when you go back over to like um you know cookie clicker or whatever you just you take a couple of months off and then you come back to the you come uh, back when it's summer sunshine game. yeah right yeah. yeah i suppose you're, you're, you're got that's probably that's probably the right choice honestly yeah yeah oh man put together your um, fan uh your, your fan design document for an open open-ended sandbox delivery parcel delivery add-on for Death Stranding during the downtime, you know? And then when the sun comes back, boom, you're back onto the game. And- I guess the question I've got for you is, and I hesitate to bring this up because I know that talking about Death Stranding is, and this expansion is something that you guys have done extensively. And <laughs> I, I, I start to fall asleep when you guys start talking about Death Stranding because oh, the, the game sent me to sleep. Um, so I'm sure there are other people out there. <laughs> yeah, no, there are for sure. Yeah. But I do want to ask this question. Go if on. There, if there, is, there is a storyline to Death Stranding and delivering the parcels has a purpose. Mm-hmm. If you expand that to just delivering parcels, yeah. who gives a shit? What's the right. point? Or are you literally, literally just want the gameplay loop of delivering parcels, even yeah. if there's no goal, there's no growth, there's no... No, there's... Because you can rebuild stuff. I don't know if you got to that point in the game, but you can... Oh, it, I didn't. You can, uh, you can <laughs> rebuild roads and stuff, so you can... <laughs> in the, yeah, in some of the parcels and... that you pick up on the ground, there's resources right. and stuff in them right, right. that you but can again, build... You, you, Bridges, you, you, you can build zip lines, like you can actually you build a, a network. You can't look at the mechanism for delivering the parcels as being the point. Otherwise, you're saying, why are we delivering these parcels? Well, so we could deliver these parcels. Why are we repairing this bridge? To deliver those parcels. Well, what for? But, uh, but, well, in well, the well, game, but, at least uh, there's a point to it. But the, you're just saying, the, I want it without any point. No, we, the, there would no. have to be a point. And, like, you know, delivering parcels to places could, you know, build them up or whatever. Like, maybe, like, in Open TTD, you know, like, when, when a town receives goods enough, the town gets bigger or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, there, there'd have to be a point. I'm not just saying I want to deliver parcels for no reason. So, but but the, the, the story a, in the As a gameplay game loop a leading into a bigger payoff it's it, i think it's i think it's great and the way that they've done it feels great too it feels nice to play the way the guy moves the way that he moves when he's yeah. got tons of shit on his back the upgrades that you can get to make him hold more shit like it's i it's want really to deliver well like pizza and pasta yeah and why like not shit to this guy and see him get fatter every day yeah why you not know? yeah i want to like deliver like rogaine to some guy and have him grow his hair out every day right you know, I so see you're reducing it impact. to what sounds like a mobile game okay you want to hear <laughs> another great idea for a game as well <laughs> and, uh, that i wish they, they would make I wish they would make a game in the Star Wars universe where you weren't the hero. You weren't at all a hero, okay? You work on some shitty Tatooine-like planet where it's a scrapyard of all the old starfighters and shit that just barely made it back from, like, the old wars and stuff. And you just have to, like, dismantle them for parts and, like, sell the, <laughs> sell the important shit and so stuff. So isn't that that uh, hard salvage or whatever? Hard orbit? Yeah, hard but, space, just with, yeah, yeah. but in space. Star Wars. But just reskin for Star Wars. Star Wars and, and, and on a planet, not in space. I don't want to be floating around in space for this. I want to be able to, like, 
find cool stuff that I can add to like my house and shit yeah. like that. Like, so oh. it'd be like a Stardew Valley ish okay. kind of game, you know, where you can like, you know, build up dismantle a, a star destroyer with your pet droid. Absolutely. And yeah. And you could like program your, you could like program your droid to do some stuff automatically for you. So and what's stuff. the purpose of the game? Like what's the goal? Well, that's the, the, I think here's the thing. Man, what is the likes, purpose right? of Dota? What is the goal to just win a, a game in the, in the space yes, of 45 exa- minutes? Exactly and then you right. just do the same thing over and over and exactly over again. Exactly right. You don't but have least... to have a purpose or a goal. You do. That's the whole you point don't. of a game. There has that's to be a win condition. Life doesn't have a purpose. Yes, it you know? does. What is Yes, it? it does. All right, l- name a game that you enjoy, and there's just no purpose to it whatsoever. You're just repeating a task endlessly. My point is that all the games Every you guys game. are coming up with, I've been playing No Man's Sky no a lot point. recently, and it feels like that, <laughs> and I've enjoyed it. It's fine. It's just it's just a nice game to be in, and there's plenty but of there games like that. There must be a point. Well, there let's has be to honest. Be a point. We are games. We're not furthering humanity. The point here. is what you <laughs> want it to be, though. That's what's nice about a sandbox. You make your own point. You just think I just, I just think, want yeah. to build something Lazy cool. Game we're design. just we're just kids moving sand around. We aren't fucking solving. The climate crisis, PFLEX. We're just fucking I'm not doing, dressing it up it. as solving the climate crisis. I'm just saying that time. most games have an end goal. That's the whole point. Is that you're oh, trying yeah. to achieve something in the game. Even if it's like, I want to get my house to the maximum level, or I want to build a so-and-so. There is an end game. People complain about games that lack an end game constantly. Well, I think Minecraft often showed, though... That people will make their own end game, yeah, or just, they'll play it till they're satisfied. Yeah. You know, I think, I think if you give people an arbitrary end game, that isn't what some people want. You know, if you don't, if you just leave. The thing about gaming is, gaming is that often these AAA studios try and make three games in one, and what indies do is they strip out the best one of those three games, make it really nicely, and then that is on its own. You know, I think so often you you play a game and it's just complicated mad shit you're bouncing from the strategic view to the next view to the whatever there's just too many games within games there's also a story there's also a thing like if you want to get a good story watch a movie or read a book right you don't need to fucking play a game for that i agree with that very few games do a good story and minecraft doesn't have like a point is what you're saying it doesn't it really, do- well, no. It didn't. But what Originally, about the whole killing the dragon thing? Yeah, well, I you, mean, that was added as a speed, joke, though, right? You can speed run that in, like, ten minutes. It does, but that was it, added because Notch said, you know, Notch was told by everyone who, that your game means an end, your game means an end. So it was like, okay, I'll add the end. Do you know what I mean? Like, kind of spitefully. It was kind of added as a as a joke or, or an option for people who felt like they needed a credit. Do you know what I mean? To make it into a proper real game. It was done. It was done in a kind of tongue-in-cheek way. I just think or, that a lot originally. of these, a lot of these games that are that are like sandboxy. Mm-hmm. There, there's not that many out there that are like Minecraft. Let's be honest. It's it's quite unusual to have a game like that. I mean, if you look at say a lot of the games that I was listing, XCOM Two. If it was just you just fight aliens over and over again, it wouldn't be an entertaining game. The point is you're building I towards mean, you a play final Rust. goal. There's no point to Rust. Yeah, and you've played Absolutely, lots there's a of point Rust to and enjoyed it. Absolutely, well, there's well, a point to Rust. What's the point? What's the end game of Rust? The end game of Rust is you beat the server. That's what people are doing. That's why we fucking lose at Rust. Because the guys out there speedrun the good techs 
take out all of the uh, AI sites so the like the Oilrig and shit like that. the point of Rust is to just make the game so miserable for everybody else that yeah, they give up playing. that is exactly the point of Rust. Today, that is exactly oh, I had no you idea. You are out of your mind if you don't think that's what it is on the big puppy servers. Well, well I, guess I've, I guess I'm just too much of a noob. I just guess I'd never actually got that far. You Rust, play on like those that. servers with those clans, their objective is to beat the server by being the biggest clan, take out all the other clans and knock them back to the Stone Age so that no one can challenge you, you win, everybody quits, waits for the next one. Don't, don't get me wrong, I love a purpose, and a lot of games you do need a purpose, you need some driving force. I think these days there's a daisy chain, hand-holdy, tr quest-tracking achievement list where you have to follow it all one by one to get there. Um, and eventually, you know, the end, once you've done all those, it's like, well, you can carry on if you want, but, you know, and, and you've just, you've just whatever. You, you basically are just following a recipe that millions of other people have as well. Right. Like you're, you're, you're getting more or less the same experience, like yeah, with a couple it, of little it, differences between every, whether you play it with friends or not or everyone whatever. Wants, yeah. Everyone wants something else, something else out of the game different to each other and go for it. Like, I think you games do provide that. And sure. some, some people like as much as, you know, like, you, you know how different people are. People completely love completely different games. I'm just saying, um, I think that most games, most too. games, even ones where you, you don't think they do have a progression and essentially have an end game. Like you've built think, everything yeah. you can build or but I wonder whether that's just a trap. Like I think, I think game developers, some some of the most successful games that I've known or played r recently, don't seem to have a, a, a handholdy tutorial. They don't care. They're just like, we're gonna just not give a fuck. Like we're just, you just have to dive in. Like look at Minecraft. Where's the tutorial for Minecraft? You know, yeah. for a long time it had nothing. And that's a kids' game. Do you know what I mean? If anyone who knows that needs to know how to play this game, it's kids. Why? Why does so many games? Actually, like I think Minecraft is is the most clever because the fact that there is no tutorial or or no sort of like uh, prescribed way to to play the game, if you like, it means that they can you know all these people can print fucking books and books and books <laughs> oh, right. about how to build and stuff and I how to survive. I thought you were going to make a point about how, how wonderful it is to experiment like and the, discover no, it. No, no, all of the, the fucking the merch does. that you can, that you and, can and, leverage and, off and, the back uh, of it is you, YouTube insane. networks off the back of uh, teaching people how to yeah, play of course, shit. Yeah, of kind course. of a big one as well. Yeah. What a great way to grow your game. Yeah. What a great yeah. way to grow your, your, well, grow your game by force the content online where people will essentially advertise for you you don't even need to make it. I don't think it was a decision. No, no. I mean, I it was just, it just a very happened, small yeah. development team and the game blew up. No, but yeah. Subsequently, I mean, geez, my kids watch Minecraft stuff and still play it now. And I don't think they're ever going to stop playing it. They love that game. My eldest Man, still my, plays that game more than anything my else. My daughter plays it now. Like, she's five. She never showed any interest in video games, like, whatsoever, ever. And now her and my son play it together, split screen, like, on the right. Switch or whatever. And she loves it. It's insane. It, it's not for me, but I understand. I, I would say it's probably the, the best game of all time. I honestly think that. Because of what it's done, because of how many people love it, I'd have to accept, yeah, it's, Minecraft is probably the best, most successful video game of all time. And, and it's so basic, wouldn't right? ever be it's so stripped down. It breaks. I say it breaks the rules, but it just didn't bother. It didn't. It didn't get developed enough to get the rules added. You know. Yeah. So many games, and I'm so I'm doing Jingle Jam reach out, and I realize how many <laughs> games <we> go. <laughs> have sort of had done this classic thing of go early access, sell loads of copies, and then the developers just like, oh, I guess I'm done. Uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hire anyone to finish it. I'm just gonna fucking do like one line of code every two weeks from my, you know, while I drink this mai tai <laughs> on the beach. You know I mean? They do 
They do, they fucking, the progress on their game slows to a crawl. They're paralyzed about what to change because now they're held captive by their audience. The, the game is, you know, basically they're holding it hostage from the dev because the dev can't change it because every time they do, everyone complains and posts negative Steam reviews. So they're better off doing nothing anyway. The whole, the whole system is like, you know, leveraged against them. It's bizarre. Anyway, I'm, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying me reaching out to people when I get the maddest shit uh back you know replies wise i had a had a message back yesterday um so i sent my send like a an introductory email i personalize every email that i send very nice nice and so i reached out to just put like a bit of your cum in each, in each <laughs> email the fuck one, one, drop one, of my sperm, cum. one sperm per letter <laughs> carefully siphons personalize it off. this one smell it it stinks <laughs> <laughs> um any well you know you have to look i i forgot system um, and so I asked for some keys from this this person, and they said, "Hi, Lewis. Thanks for your email and inviting us for taking part. We would need to donate some keys. Is that correct?" And I said, "Hiya. Yep, that's correct." They replied, "Here are two Steam keys <laughs> <laughs> in the actual email." Nice. And I was like, "Oh, well, wow, wow! Oh, uh, you on really, what game you really for? didn't read that email, did you at all? I don't want to call out these people, but..." People, everyone's response is different. Some people are like, I, I'm const, constantly blown away by by the way people respond. Honestly, like the world is like a pretty mad place. Last week we were talking about um, an action hero. God, who were we talking about at the end of last week doing the Arnie impressions? Anyway, Jean Claude Van Damme yeah. was doing like a, a sort of thing in Paris and he had a big crowd of people and he was just showing himself off. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Jean Claude. People Jean-Claude were going wild about seeing Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme visited an optometrist in Paris, okay, which created a crowd big enough that a jewel thief escaped unnoticed from next door <laughs> nice yeah, i mean he's brilliant. still a pretty big deal like he's 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 what was his last movie it doesn't oh, matter he's, it does matter. he's become a household uh, name at this point he was think, very very think, famous years ago and still still freaking out about jean-claude van damme jean-claude uh, van damme had stopped by an optometrist near the champs elysees trying, trying to spot his dwindling career that's what he's a trying career. to fucking get some glasses <laughs> Man, dude is like fucking 65 years old now. He's got to be older, right? How old is Jean-Claude Van Damme? Fuck, Jean-Claude I don't know. You guys 103. He's Van 60. Damme. He's 60. Yeah, he's just turned 60. What, what the well, fuck do you I... want him to do? He's been, he, he got really, he's been really famous for like Name a lot a of his Jean-Claude life. Name a good Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Double impact, baby. Fucking, his stuff sucks. Take your fancy clothes and your silk underwear. Go back to Disneyland. <laughs> He's a fucking joke. I hate him. He's useless. I know. Jesus Christ. I, well, and still useless, apparently. The muscles from Brussels. Um, Didn't do he, shit. Didn't foil his, a single jewel heist. Wasn't he, well, wasn't he Shredder in the in the Ninja Turtles uh, God movie? Knows. He was one oh, of them. Good. I think he was. I think he was one costumed as, as as some character in one of the Ninja Turtle movies. I'm sure of this. I I got to look it up now. Sorry, I'm just going to look it up. You guys carry on. I'll just um, well. So basically, he you know a man held up the next door high end jeweler Shomei on a green scooter. With what and it's made off with what authorities estimate was between two and three million euros <laughs> in precious stones and jewelry. There you go. 
Okay, uh, okay. So, I like that. Listen to this, Flax. Uh, Bloodsport, yeah. Delta Force 2, yeah. American Ninja 3, yeah. Cyborg. Woo! Uh, These are all the games on P Flax's Death, Steam Library he has a place. Death Warrant, Lionheart. He had yep. a cameo in Last Action Hero. Wow. Starred in Another nowhere, fucking piece of shit turkey. Nowhere to Run. He also starred in Street Fighter. Yeah, which was dreadful. These are all terrible movies. Like, these are comically bad movies. These are yeah. films I would watch to laugh at them. There's no goodness to his movies. They Universal fucking suck. Soldier, the re- the return. Dreadful, 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 dreadful. Sorry, Van Damme fans. Be honest. You like his movies because they suck. That's Van it. Van Damme. These are all dreadful. Sudden no, I, death. Honestly, he is he is a butt hair away to Steven Seagal territory. That's all I'm saying. Like he is this fucking close to Steven Seagal. And that guy in the '90s, same deal. I made a bunch of fucking movies, very yeah, similar. Sure. Shit, shit, and he's a fucking shit. Shit, shit, he's a shit. I'll sing it all fucking day. <laughs> Van Damme and fucking Seagal are in the same Van boat, Damme. paddling he's down he's shit, shit creek. He's really Fuck fucking em. shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, I'd agree. But honestly, I, I don't, I don't mind him. Like I'd rather I'd rather him than a lot of other people who are more popular for for less. He's definitely second rate. Do you know what I mean? They get they try and get the good ones yeah. and then they check him oh, or check him not afterwards. Second do you rate. Mean? Let's keep going. I don't know how far down the rates go, but somewhere way down the bottom, someone's going to cast Van Damme for a film. Tenth rate, maybe, maybe twelve. Jeez, that's bad. I mean, you wouldn't want to sail on a ship that was like the tenth. He was in all those Coors uh, commercials as well, right? Was it Coors commercials that he did? Yeah, more recently. They had to CGI his uh, his splits in, didn't they? It was uh, it was funny. Is that some sort of? Are you trying to sell that as an accolade, (laughs) Sips? Well, he just he did the Coors commercials. Come come on, on. I'm very passionate about my hatred of. Jean-Claude Van Damme. I was no, I really are. I really hated him. When it when it was the 90s, everyone was like, oh Van Damme's the best. I was really infuriated. I'll what? tell you what, he's a fucking phony. Him and Seagal. They made out like they were actually fucking experts. Have you ever heard experts. some of Seagal's music? No, I haven't. Oh but my I wish God, I had. Man. He's 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 tried everything. Like you got. I bet his parents let him have a fucking saxophone when he was young. No, and you he, but they he's making up, he's making up for no, it. No, you're not confident like, enough. You got the clarinet. You didn't let me play but. any music. Well, now I'm playing every music. He's got. He's. I'm seriously. I think he has like a hip hop album. Like everything. Like he's done. He's lots. What I'm lots saying and is, lots of different him music. and Seagal leaned hard into that whole. Yeah, we're actual martial arts experts, and now we're bringing this to the movies when they're not. They're both clowns. And that's what annoyed me. Oh, Arnie, yeah. oh, Arnie was honest. Arnie was just a big guy. He never did any fucking cool moves. He just punched people or threw, threw them over things. Okay. Van Damme made out he was a fucking martial arts expert. The lad was soft as shit. He was useless. Hey, listen to this. There, there, uh, there is a controversy involving Steven Seagal in relation to Jean-Claude Van Damme. Would you like to uh, hear more? Uh, yeah, I would love to hear more. In 2008, actor Sylvester Stallone declared to the British magazine FHM that at a party in my home in Miami in 1997, Van Damme was tired of Steven Seagal claiming he could kick his ass, so he offered Seagal outside into my backyard. According to Stallone, Seagal made his excuses and left while Van Damme tracked him down at a nightclub and challenged him again. Stallone finished by saying Van Damme was too strong. Seagal wanted none of it. There you go. 
So wow. I think that proves that uh, that at least Van Damme is better than Seagal. I would well, say it proves how, they're both how, a couple of children. How much had he got? How much had Seagal got off the boil at this point? Because he got a little bit. Seagal is you know, substantially older than Van Damme. He can't I'll be say that, that much older. Steven Seagal is sixty-nine. That's nice. That's nice. A great age. Nice. <laughs> 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 He's made four hundred and twenty movies. Unbelievable. That's nice. He's made four hundred. Oh shit. Oh shit! <laughs> and he's got six hundred and sixty-six dollars left in his bank account. Oh fuck! <laughs> Fuck's sake! Oh, oh fuck! Anyway, so on bank robberies, I was, yeah, because I remember there was that famous clip of um, how a masked man sort of entered this hotel, um, threatened the woman at the counter, and uh, you know, so she sort of started putting wads of cash in, onto the countertop. And he puts his gun down, obviously, on the counter to put all the money into his bag. And she just picks up the gun and points at him. You know, it's a classic... Classic... Um, classic blunder. Classic, classic blunder. But there's apparently, like, a bunch of other bad, failed robberies. I've got a list, if you want to hear. Yes, please. Uh, so in, in March... This is actually a month ago. Uh, a British man walked into a bank branch in St. Leonard's in England... He handed the clerk at the counter a note informing them that he was there to rob the bank. Uh, but his handwriting was so bad that the clerk just had no idea what the scribbles on the paper meant. When he asked, what do you want, sir? The man turned around and walked away. However, <laughs> they sent they note to the, up the up the chain and they deciphered that he was trying to rob the bank. <laughs> oh what and then they arrested him. I wonder how Amazing. much time you'd do for that. I guess it's it's a it wasn't armed robbery, but it is robbery. Because like I know that uh, robbery, for it? a while Maybe. there was a, a a guy I was at university with used to be a, a bank robber. I've spoken about this before, but he, he used to rob post offices. But he never took a real gun because that way they can't bust you for armed robbery, just robbery. And it's a substantially lighter sentence. So what would you use? Just a thing that looked like a gun. Can't like you a still get into, into trouble for using a fake gun? You can gun now. Then? You yeah. can now, but you couldn't. Like They were like, this is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, in a way, it, it is safer because it means they're not taking a real gun in. But now that it's the same, why not take a real gun? I guess is is one argument you could make. But that yeah. it's I don't think people who are going to rob banks are looking up how much time they're going to get. Uh, for I think it they beforehand. might be. I think some of them might be, and it really? get, that, that kind of info gets around. You know what I mean? Okay. Like other criminals are going to talk about it. You go to prison for armed robbery, and there's some guy in there who also did robbery, but he had a fake gun and you had a real one. He's like, I'll see you on the other side. I'm going to be out in five. You're going to be here for 15. And you'd be like, oh, next time I'll just take a fake gun. So I, I don't know. I think that, that that information does get around. But I love a, a shit robbery. If you're oh still robbing a bank in 2021, they've got so much security that you're going to get caught. Like, even if you get out the door with the money, I what know. are the chances that you're ever going to be able to spend it, that you're not going to be caught. And all the dollars are digital now anyway, right? No banks have actual money in them. Yeah, do banks know? actually keep physical money in, yeah, yeah, in yeah, them in, do, in yeah. massive quantities? Not, not massive quantities, but it's certainly... If, you have, if you're desperate enough to go and rob a like, bank... Okay, but what what's your likelihood of the amount of money that you're going to get from a bank robbery? Like, I reckon you could get five to, grand? Ten grand. five to ten five grand. Five to ten grand. Five to ten grand. It doesn't seem worth it, honestly. No. Like it's, but that, that's behind the counter, I'm guessing. I don't think... Because the thing is, you, you go into the bank now... 
I think you'd be lucky even to get that. Yeah. Because it's not like like in the old days you go in and every till, as it were, or with, you know, every single slot was was filled because that's where you did your banking. So you'd well, have they, to queue uh, and there'd no be a ATMs, bunch of people. Right. right? So you Before had to ATMs, go in. That was the only way to get your money out. Exactly. And so as a result, banks were packed full of people yeah. getting quite a lot of money out. You exactly. know, you'd have to get hundreds that's out That's the at time, time to do it. They didn't have CCTV cameras. They didn't have those fucking exploding ink pellets. They didn't have those automatic closing doors. Also, everyone paid for everything in cash yeah right you paid a, a lot more in cash for stuff so people needed a lot and also more bank vaults were just a matter of you just smack the bank manager in the nose and get him to open the vault job done like that's what they did for decades that's how banks were robbed but now you go into a bank and stick them up huge shutters rocket to the to down instantly Man. and you're sealed <laughs> in a room it's like what the fuck was i thinking like it's trying to rob the enterprise. What's the point? You're just gonna—they're yeah. gonna beam you straight to prison, dude. There's, There's what are you better doing? ways. You know, just pretend to be a fucking what's this face? Um, Keanu Reeves and scam old ladies. That's exactly. How you, do it. you make all more money those that bank way. robbers are now just scammers online. That's you it. Keanu Reeves fan facts? Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a, I like Everyone Keanu Reeves. Is. He can't act for shit, but I like him. So, right, so there enough. was another robbery I want to tell you about. Uh, so recently, a UK man uh, broke into a car and stole the sat nav um but he they people have these like cameras the little cameras in their cars now and it caught a little shot of his a shot of his neck and he had a tattoo on his neck that had both his name and his date of birth no way um, nice yes but, i mean but, first of all why because you could just why? ask them it's on his neck that's right near his mouth he could just say, if someone ever needed to know, what's your name and what's your date of birth? You don't just need to point to your fucking neck. And it can't be some kind of aid memoir because you can't look at your own neck. Like, unless like he carries a, it's a like small memento. mirror with him everywhere. <laughs> Maybe he's the guy from Memento. Yeah, but then he's, he has to have a mirror. It must be written backwards. Otherwise, Let, let me just like, check my neck here. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My name's Brian and I was born. <laughs> like, he just like forgets. Let me just check my bicep. Oh, yeah. To-do list for Thursday. <laughs> Steel sat-navs. <laughs> Uh, you know, rob Get bank. Yeah. So what's Man. it for? That's moronic. I mean, when people have their kids' names or something, you understand that. It's like a sentimental thing. Having your own name and birthday tattooed on a part of your body you can't even read. What's the point? That's just I have no idea. Also, that's just an that's just an invitation for identity theft. Come on, think. Um, Flax, I just want to uh, point out to you that um, sorry to um to to derail this once again and talk about Van Damme, but he. He is still actively making uh, movies. Um, yeah, so Steven Seagal makes. He's, he's going to be. He's he's got a voice role in Minions: The Rise of Gru, which is coming out next year. I mean, I hate the me Minions more than break. anything on earth. He's uh, he's searching for a distributor and an editor for a film to be announced uh, titled Frenchie. So, so I watched a Van Damme <laughs> right. movie from the 2000s where he's some kind. Was it the of... 2017 direct video? Kick them all? I don't know. I watched it on one of those really late night movie channels where there's just all kinds of shit on. He's like a pickpocket who lives in Paris or something. He was he's really also... busy in 2011. He he was in yeah, Kung Fu Panda okay. 2, Assassination <laughs> Games, Five movies. Bur sur la Ville, uh, Rzewski versus Napoleon, and Dragon Eyes. Yeah. Five movies. Well, if anyone out there knows what movie I'm talking about, there's some bit where he's like, this is the bit I remember. He's on a wall wearing some weird garb and he's some some people have come to talk to him about something. I'm sorry I'm so vague. But it's, all right. it's like 
it, it, the film jumps from scene to scene. It's like this is this is when these films get made by these washed up uh, former so-called stars like John Claude Van Damme. And I'm yeah. going to go hard here. I'm going to go hard. They, what happens is the only way he can get funding is find some lunatic who's still a big fan of his that will give him millions of dollars to make a shit movie. And S- Seagal manages this. Van Damme manages he this. He played um, Guile in this in the 1995 Street Fighter movie. He did. I yeah. mean, I, I don't think I don't think we should be giving him any credit. He's a he's probably a prick. Yeah. I mean, right, he, but- he's not even. First of all, how has he gotten away with naming himself a curse word, right? Because that's not even his real name. Uh, you know, if I called myself, you know, Leonardo the shit. Oh, yeah, no, right? his name is Jean-Claude Camille François Van Varenberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rolls I mean, off so the he's, he's somehow cleverly given himself this sort of kick-ass sounding name, tricked his way into Hollywood, and now everyone's falling over him like he's some fucking... You know, brilliant old. He's, I guess he's old, and people have forgotten that the movies he were in. He was a joke back in the day, but they've sort of thought, oh, he's one of the old. But that's the thing. The old these, crew. these guys get rolling in there, and he gets executive producer, and he's he's like he's in it, and he has a massive amount of say in what's in the film and what makes it and everything. And this these films are horribly edited. They oh jump my god, all he's the, the Hideo place. Kojima of, <laughs> of movies. Of French cinema. He's got some. He's got some weird fucking shit ideas, and somehow some of them. It's just he's just his his film career is utterly bizarre. If you look at some of his later films in particular, trust me. Yeah, yeah. They are absolutely kickboxer retaliation. Bonkers. That's a, a thing, apparently. Kickboxer Vengeance, Kung Fu Panda 3. Okay. I think he was in all the Kung Fu Pandas by the looks of it. Universal um, Soldier, I remember. The Expendables. The Expendables was the the sort of uh, like the, the whole slew of 80s action guys, right? Yeah, Bruce it's like Willis. a retirement home for... Uh, yeah, yeah. Schwarzenegger, Stallone. Was Stallone in it as well? Expendables? Oh, God, yeah. The Expendables, yeah. It was like I've his never baby. seen any of them. I, I'm not, it was like, like, like his whole thing. Him. I mean, he's just like gets all his old mates that are also juicing so they can stay big yeah. in their 50s. <laughs> To, to uh, and what, film. Like, all those guys did like Planet Hollywood and all that shit too, right? Like that was all <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. That's, Fuck's it's sake. the fucking Planet it's Hollywood. It's the same crowd. fucking dopey crowd <laughs> of eighties action action men. That's that's pretty funny, actually. I like that. I don't know if Van Damme was involved in that. Bruce Willis was for sure. Though. Lewis has just posted an article here. This check this one. This out. is well, you can read it, people. Are you sure? All right. Yeah, go for this it. This is what it takes to be a, a proper actor. All right. Michael Caine. Michael Caine spent eight years of his life walking around trying not to blink. That was his acting <laughs> yeah. technique. He spent yeah. eight years trying not to blink, earning him the nickname Snake Eyes. And look at this picture of him. His eyes are so fucking red, like he's probably damaged <laughs> his eyes beyond repair from doing that as well. He said he read a book called Teach Yourself Acting, which gave him the idea that not opening and closing your eyes in accordance with nature's whims is a solid t- acting technique. Kane says he put the book down thinking, don't blink, you must never blink, and then proceeded <laughs> to spend the next eight years of his life not blinking. <laughs> Mr. Master Wayne, I n- I've noticed that you've been blinking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you mustn't blink, Master Wayne. He's been in music videos as well, Van Damme, by the way. Uh, He was in uh, Body Count in the House in 1992 by Body Count. This this was over 25 years ago. But then again, how many music videos has Michael Caine been in? In 94, he was in Hmm? Straight to My Feet with MC Hammer featuring Dion Sanders. 27 years ago. Keep going. Uh, In 1999, he was in Crush Him by Megadeth. 22 years ago. What else? In 2020, he was in Ultra Rev by Aaron. Who? 
<laughs> well, it was at least a year ago. Oh, I love that. You said that so well. Okay. That was such a good dad who. Okay, hang on. Oh. Aaron is, oh, a, is a French pop rock musical duo consisting of Simon Buret and Olivier Coursier. Their debut album, Artificial Animals Riding on Neverland, was released in 2007 and made them popular in France and Europe. Okay. Popular in France wow. is like a... Should be on people's gravestone when their career is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> beyond Van Dams. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, oh, right. Man. Well, listen. Thank you very much. That was Triforce this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with more the Gubbins. Yes. Guff and garbage. Yeah. Until then. Bye. Uh, I love you. Peace. Goodbye. Goodbye.